0: Lob Talk Radio.
1: dial law, toll free number 888-DIAL-LAW or 215-DIAL-LAW We're in New Jersey 856-DIAL-LAW we also do workers compensation, social security, disability criminal defense and all general law focused on helping people our firm has been providing successful legal representation for 40 years we have 20 attorneys and myself ready to serve you, tune in to our new radio show, Senator Bob Rovner talks to the stars every Saturday from 2 to 4 on AM 860 WWDB, join me and my co-host Councilman Frank Rizzo and you can hear us on our website www.dial-law.com remember R&R Saturday afternoons 2 to 4 Rizzo and Ravner thank you
2: don't
3: passively exist with backaches allergies PMS cold flu and other ailments listen to me Parthenia Izard every Saturday morning at 8 for wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss wellness, wholeness, and wisdom with me, Parthenia Izard, every Saturday morning at 8 only on AM 860 WWDB. It's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philadelphia, you've got real estate riches.
1: We show you how to acquire a couple million dollars in assets and have a
2: $100,000 a year income within the next 10, 15 years. I just follow the program.
3: I followed all the
2: steps, did everything
1: you're supposed to do, and I
2: wound up right before Christmas
1: with $16,000 extra in my pocket. You
2: already know that real estate is a smart part of any balanced investing portfolio. It's like a stock that pays dividends while it continues to appreciate, producing an eventual capital gain. We get our dividends from rent and our capital gains when we sell. Why waste money on useless books and tapes when you have real estate riches right here in Philly? Our workshops are free. Leave your checkbook at home, but seating is limited, so you must call. 267-231-3920. 267-231-3920. That's 267-231-3920 or
3: register online at realestateriches.com.
1: The opinions and statements
0: expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of
2: WWDB, its staff, or management.
1: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard.
3: Well, good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, September 16, 2006, and good day to those of you listening to a rebroadcast some other time. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, at WWDB 860 on the AM dial. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies and related products and issues. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was author Immaculée Ilibagiza of the book Left to Tell, at the show's end, we discussed the herb bone set and the yoga asana parigasana. If you missed that show, you can go to our website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-687-6184. For general information, call 610 660 7710. Later, when we open the phone lines, call 610-664-4100 to ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Teas, organic loose teas with an endless variety. At the end of this program, we will discuss the herborage and the Yoga Asana Virasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. This came out of um, Harvard Medical School of... um, Public Affairs, says all placebos not created alike uh, in a trial of sham acupuncture versus oral placebo pill, uh, patients experienced greater pain reduction from sham device than those receiving placebo pill. Uh, Boston, February 1st, 2006, the debate about the existence of a placebo effect has heated up over the past year as more and more lab experiments are detecting immediate psychological sorry, physiological responses to placebos. A new study takes placebo investigations out of the lab and into a clinical trial showing a discernible placebo effect over time, according to an article in the February 1st British Medical Journal. While researchers usually use placebos in clinical trials to test the effectiveness of a new treatment, this trial pitted one placebo against another. It's upside-down research, quote, uh, said Ted Kupchuk, Uh, Assistant Professor of Medicine and Associate Director of the the Division for Research and Education in Complementary and Integrative Medical Therapies and the Osher Institute at Harvard Medical School. We investigated, quoting again, whether a sham acupuncture device has a greater placebo effect than an inert pill, end quote. The study of 270 individuals with chronic arm pain had two phases. In the first phase, 135 patients were given sham acupuncture, and another 135 patients were given a placebo pill for two weeks. During this period, investigators found no strong evidence for an enhanced effect with placebo devices compared with placebo pills. In the second study phase of the study, the same patients were randomized again, with half the patients entered in a sham acupuncture device versus real acupuncture trial, and the other half in a placebo pill versus real pain pill trial. The acupuncture trial extended 4 more weeks than length believed needed, the length believed needed to see improvement, and the pill trial lasted 6 more weeks the length needed to have the real drug in the bloodstream. In the second phase of the study, patients receiving sham acupuncture reported a more significant decrease in pain and symptom severity than those receiving placebo pills for the duration of the trials. Quote, these findings suggest that the medical ritual of a device can deliver an enhanced placebo effect beyond that of a placebo pill. End quote. In some cases, the ritual may be critical the critical component, said Kopchuk. The enhanced placebo effect illustrated in this study applied only to subjective reports from patients about their perception of pain and the severity of their condition. More objective measures of grip strength showed no difference in improvements between the two placebos. The results also provided evidence that that what doctors tell patients about side effects directly influences their experience of them. Of those receiving placebos, 25% of sham acupuncture and 31% of placebo pill patients reported experiencing the very side effects suggested to them, even when nothing was administered to cause them. This study takes the first step away from examining the placebo effect as a generalized phenomenon to one investigating how it varies in specific clinical environments. Again, if you're interested in more information about that particular article, you should call John Lacey at the Harvard Medical School. Okay, now our guest today is a very special guest for me because I love Rishi teas. I'm drinking some as we speak. Uh, Benjamin Harrison is a co-owner and managing director of Rishi T, which is based in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Benjamin joined Rishi in 1999 shortly after its inception, leaving his position of vice president of new business development in the corporate world. At Rishi, Benjamin is primarily responsible for sales and business development and works with hundreds of small and large retailers and food service businesses around the country. In conjunction with his partners, uh, Joshua Kaiser and Aaron Kopp, Benjamin has had a significant role in growing Rishi tea into the leading importer of organic and fair trade certified loose leaf tea and botanicals in North America. Uh, Rishi T, I want you to really listen to this, is a three-time winner of Best Tea in America by the SCAA and most recently won awards for Best Iced Tea and Best Iced Green Tea this spring at the World Tea Expo. Good morning, Benjamin. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. Very good.
3: good. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you have to realize Benjamin thought this program was going to be an hour later than it is. So he's waking up now as we speak
0: a little tea can help. I'm exactly. I thought
3: that would be a good segue for you. <laughs> you um, how did you get involved with tea and the tea business?
0: Well, uh, a bit of good fortune and a, a bit of good friendship. Um, Joshua Kaiser is uh, the gentleman who founded Rishi Tea, and he and I are very good friends from high school um, and remain friends after graduating uh, from high school and then college. And when he uh, founded Rishi, um, I just having a, a background and in, in being involved in business and, and marketing at that point in time, um, worked with him sort of on the side, uh, just as an idea, soundboard in many cases, but uh, did what I could to help him out, and that progressed to a point where I, I ultimately joined Rishi full-time.
3: Very good. Okay. Um, could you share with our listeners the history of, get, get this now, the history of tea in general okay. and or, <laughs> I'll give you an option, just Rishi, Rishi teas in particular?
0: Okay, well, uh, one is much shorter than the other. <laughs> uh, the history in tea, of tea in general, um, you would need probably about a day, I think, to cover it. Um. The <clears throat> written history of tea is approximately 5,000 years old, mm. um, so it, it really is almost prehistoric in some ways. It predates a lot of written history. Um, the re- history of Rishi tea is is a little bit shorter, of course, starting in, in 1997, Um Josh got the company started. Um, our other partner, Aaron Cap, joined uh, shortly thereafter in 1998. And in 1999, I, I, uh, I joined on, and the three of us came together and really just focused on developing um, garden direct networks that would allow us to work directly with tea artisans in Asia um, and also, of course, to develop our customer base uh, in North America. And we have been hard at work at that ever since. Um, we now import about uh, 100, 100, actually more than 100 types of tea, oh,
2: wow.
0: um, about 50 to 60 types of botanicals and herbs, and the vast majority of that is organic and um, something we're very proud of.
3: Okay. Well, now, for those who are unfamiliar with what makes a tea organic, could you share the, some of the process?
0: Organic very simply means that the the Product And you can have organic tea, organic coffee, organic bananas. It's, mm-hmm. it's a model of sustainable agriculture that basically means that the crop has been grown without the use of synthetic or artificial inputs, including fertilizers, herbicides, um, pesticides, any sort of chemicals. It's clean and pure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very more traditional but certainly more natural and more inve- environmentally friendly type of agriculture.
3: Okay, now, what is unique about a botanical blend?
0: Well, a botanical blend is what a lot of people would think of as an herbal tea, what's often referred to as an herbal tea. Um, The reason we call them botanical blends is they're a nice, naturally caffeine-free alternative. Um, All tea, and uh, there's five or six major types of tea, but all tea has caffeine in it to some extent. Botanical blends, or what uh, what people call herbal tea, um, are typically, not always, but typically naturally caffeine-free. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no tea in them, we call them botanical blends just to try and be a little bit more accurate.
3: I see. Okay. Now, you have about 87 uh, versions in this organic tea category alone. <laughs> so yes. So just to give folks an idea of uh, of the number of versions of different categories of teas you actually have. Um, we're getting ready to come to break. So okay. hold whatever thought was creeping up in your mind at this point, Benjamin. Um, we're listening. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Priscilla Izard. Our program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies. Our main office is in the Two Bala Plaza building, Suite 300 in Bala kinwood Please stay tuned for our return with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Tea, organic loose teas with an endless variety from which to choose.
1: Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM 860 WWDB.
3: Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me. Parthenia Izard. every Saturday morning at 8 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izard. every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860-WWDB. Okay, we're back, and you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with a psychologist psychologist, Parthenia Izard. Do visit our website to participate in my blog. That's one way I get your feedback. Uh, today, we're speaking with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Teas, organic loose teas with an endless variety from which to choose. Um, Benjamin, was there anything you wanted to add about the difference between organic and botanical blended uh, teas?
0: Well, the, the 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 key difference to understand is that um, botanical blends are an alternative to tea. You can okay. have organic botanical blends or organic teas. Okay. Um, organic is the method of agriculture. Um, botanical blends is just one of the product types that we offer.
3: Okay. I think I'll get it. I'll, I think I'll remember. Okay. Um, I know it's
0: a lot. <laughs> it's, oh, it can don't, be confusing.
3: I had no idea. I thought I had an idea before I invited you to be on the program. But it wasn't until I researched your website that I realized, my goodness, the number of varieties of categories and then the versions within categories is uh, amazing. Uh, could you also explain what it means uh, for you to have the fair trade certification?
0: Fair trade certification refers to um, – well, it's, it's very much part of our model where we want to have a socially conscious business. Quite simply, what happens is there is um, there's a, a committee – Um, at the origin point, where, say, the origin point being the farmers or the producers who have a a committee and a bank account set up. And what Rishi does or any fair trade um, certified exporter or importer will do is they'll negotiate with the the producers as they normally would, um, but as part of having the fair trade certification, they pay a premium above and beyond whatever the sort of negotiated price is And then that premium goes back into this bank account that the producers control. And then the producers will um, vote effectively to figure out what to use the money for. Uh, And the money, in effect, basically goes back out and usually is used to improve some element of the community. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, we have a fair trade tea that comes in from China. Um, We... They had the premium on it, the money went back to this committee um, at the origin point, and they used it to send a couple of um, students to college, which were the first oh. uh, two gentlemen to go to college from from this particular village. so it's it's a it's a premium system that basically empowers the uh, the producers and really engage ensures a living wage, if
1: not more.
3: right, so the people benefit in more ways than one. Um, Absolutely, okay. yeah. And doing business with you. While we're while we're at it, uh, who are the kosher supervisors of Wisconsin, and what should that uh, tell our listeners or mean to our listeners? Uh,
0: the kosher supervisors of Wisconsin are are an agency that um, uh, inspects and um, maintains a, a supervisory authority over our products to ensure that they're uh, produced under under kosher regulations. Okay. Um So all of our teas, as it works out, are kosher um, as well. Excellent.
3: Okay. Now, you can breathe. Now, these aren't uh, really hard questions, are they, Benjamin? <laughs> I, I know you didn't get them in advance, but uh, you're That's doing okay. very well. <laughs> okay. Um, what are the different parts of the plant or tree that can be used for teas and, and, and herbs?
0: Um, typically, the, the bud, which is the first growth, and um, the leaves. Okay. Although, um, there's a difficult level of sorting that goes on. So typically with tea, to get the best quality tea, you're only going to use, or only going to pick really, the bud and the first and second leaf. Um, that There are some exceptions to that, but in general, um, you only get very good, the best quality tea is produced once a year, even though the tea plant itself is an evergreen and produces new shoots throughout the year. Um, there's a certain point for each type of tea that we import where we where, where it is picked
3: okay I think these are the kinds of things that most people don't realize. they just get a tea bag, put it in water, and drink right. it, and go on about their business. They have no concept of what goes into putting everything into that tea bag if that's the kind they use Of course I recommend the loose leaf teas uh, and while I'm mentioning that, can you sort of point up? What the advantages are to using loose leaf versus uh, bagged? Uh, loose tea. loose
0: leaf is the main advantages, uh, and they are, and they are in my mind significant: are quality, um, in many cases purity, variety, uh, and just general experience. Um, not to knock tea bags, but re, you know, Rishi specializes in loose leaf tea, and it just allows for a much broader and more enjoyable experience. Um, tea bags typically have uh, a lower ceiling for how, how how good the quality can be and in many cases what's in a tea bag I think if people had a bit better of an understanding of what the quality level is in a tea bag they wouldn't be um, so quick to pick it up.
3: <laughs> well I know that uh, some people believe that mold builds up quicker in this the, you know the stocked uh, tea bag than in the loose leaf um, but I know that you do sell disposable, bags, which I thought was interesting.
0: Sure. Um,
3: so that you can I, have the loose tea, put it in, and then, you know, if you don't have a basket, I guess.
0: It's a real popular product uh, because it basically gives you the, the convenience of, of a tea bag, but the quality experience of loose leaf tea. A- at the end of the day, um, loose leaf tea is very easy to brew, and mm-hmm. whether you have a, a very expensive teapot or a very simple, functional um, strainer or natural fiber tea filter, um, loose tea is quite simple and you consistently will typically get a much more flavorful cup. Um, one of the interesting things about loose tea that I think is lost on a lot of Americans is you can infuse one, ste- one serving of leaves multiple times Right. Mm-hmm. and, um, there's a there's an experience there that you just won't won't get with a teabag. And again, I, it's not to say that I have anything against teabags.
3: Um, <laughs> some of you there are ones. actually
0: some very good ones on the market, and there's some interesting developments in the teabag market overall from a quality standpoint. Um, but it's still not as good as loose leaf tea.
3: Very very diplomatic of you. Now, <laughs> <laughs> please describe. And again, I know you're sitting. Please describe as best you can, briefly the 13 different categories of tea that you offer. And where you can give us examples of some of the versions that are available in some of those categories.
0: Well, let's let's simplify that even further. Um, <laughs> there's there's five major types of tea, okay. which are white, green, oolong, black, and pu'er. Those are the five major types of tea. Um, then Rishi also offers botanical blends, which again are what a lot of people would think of as herbal teas, but they have no tea in them. So they're naturally caffeine free. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we also offer some iced tea, some chai. And then we have a few um, sort of specialty fun drinks that are um, not necessarily true tea drinks, but we offer them because they're, they're delicious and exciting. <laughs> so those are really the major categories. Um, the, the true, Tea connoisseur, or even the person who's just you know interested in, in experiencing tea, should think about tea in the same way that they may think about wine. Um, all tea mm-hmm. does come from the same plant, um, but there are hundreds, if not thousands, of different varietals of the tea bush, and so that's where you can. That's one of the factors that produces so many different types of tea. So while the, the the variety of tea can be vast, and, and when you first look at it, it's it's overwhelming. Um, it is a, a very sort of simple plant in many ways. It's one ultimately one type of plant that produces all these different types of tea. Now some of the more popular and, and common ones we have a green tea um, called Jasmine Pearl, which is a uh, it's a green tea from China that has been hand rolled into a little pearl shaped ball. Mm-hmm. And then naturally scented with jasmine blossoms. That's actually our most our most popular tea.
3: Yeah, I have that one. It's delicious. I have
0: that. Um, but we have a bit of everything, um, quite frankly, for black tea drinkers, which is uh, what a, a lot of people would think of as regular tea. Um, we have a you know good selection of different single garden black teas. Earl Grey, <clears throat> of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Earl Grey, of course, is is available. Um, and then really for
3: <laughs> well, while you're clearing your throat, what, is the, what is the basic uh, – you might want to give us some information about what is the difference between the teas, like the green tea versus the white tea versus the black tea. If you're look, uh, I assume if you're looking for a certain type of experience, you might gravitate to one or the other.
0: Um, the major difference, of course, is in a lot of ways is flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, white teas and green teas tend to be a little bit lighter. mm mm-hmm. Um, and often are a little bit maybe in general you could describe as perhaps more savory, although there's exceptions to that across the board. Black teas are a little bit a um, little bit stronger, more uh, sort of forward, if you will, on the palate, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> have more caffeine in them. That's so when you see breakfast teas, breakfast teas are always typically black teas. Oolong teas kind of fall somewhere in the middle of green and black. You can have oolong teas that are a little bit greener, um, and then you can have oolong teas that are are very fruity, or oolong teas that are um, closer to black, where they have you know very strong roasted kind of toasty flavor profiles to them. Um, <clears throat> for people who are new to tea, I would suggest probably starting with. Well, I would suggest probably buying maybe one of each type, and getting an idea of in general what a flavor prof what flavor profile appeals to them more. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the nice things about tea, of course, is there are so many different kinds that you certainly don't have to feel that you can only drink one. Um, I drink green tea sometimes. I'll drink black tea. I'll drink oolong tea. It all depends upon maybe what what's available or what what I'm simply in the mood for. Um, so a great starting point is we have some very, you know, um, kind of, I don't want to say entry-level, but very approachable teas, that are very good and very good quality um, and I think are very representative of each of the categories. And in the white category, um, one could try our white peony or silver needle. Uh, And Rishi is by no means the only company that offers these either. Uh, There are other companies out there. Um, We have a green tea called Green Jade, which is very popular, and it's just a nice, easygoing, straightforward green tea. I think a lot of people will actually be surprised by green tea um, because it has this, often has a stigma of being bitter and kind of uh, astringent and unpleasant. Those are not natural flavor profiles for green tea. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, on the on our, in our black teas, I would recommend our Earl Grey or our uh, China Breakfast is a great place to start as well. Real nice, easy to enjoy. And I, I think from there, it's just... Uh, can be sort of a a journey of personal exploration in terms of what uh, one's preferences may be.
3: Now, can you share some of the uh, research or case study-based information that supports the health benefits of some of the different teas?
0: Um, I can, I certainly can. Um, Our approach to tea, and I I think this is a very important thing to to discuss and, and, uh, and understand is Rishi's approach to tea is is that it, it's responsible to be informed about what the health benefits of tea are. Um, but if you study our website or if you look at our, our any of our printed material, we don't rely upon, nor do we market that, we market really at all the, the health benefits of tea. And there's a, a few reasons for that. Um, the first is that a lot of this research is yet to be recognized by the USDA and where it's common knowledge and has been recognized by the equivalent health agencies in Asia. It's not so much, it hasn't really happened here yet. Um, the other sort of important point is that we, we see feel that a lot of companies are sort of misrepresenting tea mm-hmm. and pr- pr- promoting it as a medicine. And I, I personally don't think that's uh, an effective way, nor is it fair. Um, our approach to tea is that it's, it, all tea generally, if it's, if it's you know, if it's good quality, if it's fresh, all tea is good for you, whether it's green or white or black or from reishi tea or another company. And the key point to realizing the health benefits of tea is, is based on, one, of course, a healthy lifestyle, but two, regular daily consumption. And any report that you will ever read, uh, be it in the newspaper, online or elsewhere, if it does report... Uh, um, a health benefit of tea. It's almost always based on a study group that has consumed, you know, X number of cups per day for X number of years.
3: Right.
0: A lot of Americans, I think often think of tea as something to drink when they get sick. And really mm-hmm. what tea does in general is, is it, is it, I th- is it strengthens the immune system and it, it, it boosts the constitution and it helps prevent one f- to get sick rather than so much from recovering once you are ill. Correct. Now that being said, there is an impressive amount of research uh, online, and uh, I actually like uh, read the BBC quite often. They have a pretty seems like a pretty regular stream of of reports on new tea tea research. Um, But there's um, green tea and white tea, for example, have higher antioxidant content. And uh, some of, there's some some studies that are now suggesting that that may have uh, could very well have an impact on helping to prevent cancer. Um, black tea for has uh, has been associated with cardiovascular health, in the sense that it can uh, regular black tea consumption. There was a, a study uh, a few years ago now, um, I believe it was Harvard Medical School that showed that regular black tea drinkers had a a, more than 40% chance, were less likely, 40% 40 less likely to have a heart attack than non-black tea drinkers.
3: Okay, hold that thought for me. We'll, um, get, we're getting ready to go to break. You're listening okay. to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. With me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. The program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies with the main office at the Bala Plaza Building, Suite 300 in Balakinwood, Pennsylvania. Please visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610 sorry 6184 for appointments. 610 660 7710 for general information. Stay tuned for our return with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Tea, organic loose teas with an endless variety from which to choose. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izard. every Saturday morning at 8 for wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss wellness, wholeness, and wisdom with me, Parthenia Izard. every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM
1: 860-WWDB. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like Iridology, Kinesiology, Reflexology, Energy Medicine, which includes Chi-Li Therapy, Acupressure and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610 660 7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM 860
3: WWDB. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Remember to check my website for details about next week's guest on September 23rd. Today we're talking with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Teas, organic loose teas and um, botanicals, with an endless variety from which to choose. And I want to remind you of the number to call if you have any questions for our guest. It's 610-664-4100. Benjamin, you were finishing up with uh, giving us information about black teas and uh, cardiovascular benefits.
0: Yeah, and, and there, this, this study was really interesting. It basically showed that uh, a, a group that had been had consumed, I think it was three cups of black tea per day for about a decade, were 44% less likely to have a heart attack than non-black tea drinkers. And in addition to that, their, of, of that group that actually did have a heart attack, their survival rate was, I believe, about 60% higher than non-black tea drinkers. Um, so it just goes to show you while... I think most recently, green tea and white tea has received the most attention for its its health benefits. Um, all tea, you know, black tea, which most people probably don't even think of as healthy, in many cases, it is quite healthy for you. Um, so, we always advise customers or anyone we speak with is, is find a tea that you enjoy the flavor of and that you enjoy, you know, experiencing, or many teas for that matter. Um, but if, if if health benefits are what you're after, really the key point um, for what we've seen time and time again, is based on, on regular daily consumption as part of a, a healthy lifestyle. Um, there are other studies out there. Um, if you jump online and, and search around, you'll certainly find uh, very quickly a multitude of, of articles that uh, speak to different health benefits with, with tea.
3: Okay. Um, we have a caller, uh, Ronald in media, uh, who has a question to ask of you,
2: Benjamin. Uh, yes. Good evening to you. Uh, good morning to you, Doctor.
3: Good morning. Good morning
2: uh, to you guys. Yeah, uh to the guests, uh, Mr. Harrison, you mentioned the five categories of tea and you talked about the green, the white, the oolong, and the black tea. You mentioned another category called pu-er. Pu'er. Yes. What what is that, that category of tea? I, I drink lots of tea and okay. I'm not familiar with that category.
0: Okay, well pooer um is spelled P U hyphen E R H. Um you can you sometimes may also often see it spelled as uh, P with an apostrophe, erh as well, um, and it is a distinct type of tea from southwestern China. Um, interestingly enough, it's one of the oldest types of tea or categories of tea, if you will, in the world. Um, it was part of the uh, the Silk Road trade, actually, and and, and was produced even before that. Um, and what it is is it's a it's a it starts typically as a green tea, and and uh, to simplify the answer, it goes through a um, an aging and fermentation process, and takes on a very rich, very er- often very earthy uh, flavor profile. Um, Pu'er is one of the most popular types of tea in Asia, uh, although it's still one of the least known types of tea in North America. Um, there's a wide variety of them available online. Uh, I would encourage you to, to to search for them if you're if you're a tea drinker. It's certainly a, a must a must try. Be very different from any type of tea you've probably had. Um, <clears throat> Poor has been associated, from its uh, for health uh, benefits, with often with uh, slimming and detoxification of the system. Uh, it's it's um, popular also in, in parts of Europe for its uh, f- for slimming and, and weight loss promotion. Um, it's a very good tea to try if you if if you eat. Say oily or a very, a lot of, if you have a meat heavy diet, um, it, it, it's very effective in sort of cleansing out the system. Um, but it's a very interesting type of tea and, and, and uh, uh, it's really something I, I, I drink quite a bit of it myself. I enjoy it. It can be an acquired taste because it's quite different from, from most other types of tea just because of the strength of its flavor. Um, but it becomes most enjoyable. And uh, there we have read some research, and I, let me be very clear about this, out of China this is not anything that i think the usda has has even studied yet. but we've read some research out of china suggesting that pu'er tea can also be effective at reducing cholesterol. Mm. Um, okay. so but again, let's i uh, just just be perfectly be perfectly clear so everybody understands that it's not anything that has been uh approved by the fda uh, fda yet as a as a, an actual benefit per okay.
2: se. okay, and one final question. Now, now i i use i drink uh i drink a, a lot of green tea uh Big green tea fan, uh, okay. and we know about some of the the health benefits that's just be associated with the antioxidant things like that. What do you think of uh, the tea, uh, the green teas, that, or some of the teas that come in the, the uh, liquid sort of extract uh, form?
0: I think uh, I think they can be good quality and clean, um, but what I see most often is. Um, not necessarily the greatest quality, right?
3: Yes, it has to lose something in the processing, if if nowhere else.
0: They can. I mean, now, extracts, of course, can have can be very concentrated, and so you can get a real big dose of, of polyphenols. And and I, I suppose that would be, you know, in theory, that should be very good for for one system. Um, I, I I'm a bit more of a traditionalist, I guess, and a purist. And I I would rather brew tea leaves and, and enjoy them that way than. Um, go after uh, an extract or, or, or a pill. I think there's definitely some good ones out there, but it's not something that, that uh, we spend a lot of time working with. Um, there are, I have seen some extracts that do have very high polyphenol counts in a, in a pill form. I don't know um, ultimately, I would assume they're probably very good for you, um, but I guess for, for my own. Personal preferences. I'd rather drink tea than, than
2: uh, Well, I'm looking forward to trying place. some of your teas. Uh, is there a number? Uh, do you have a 800 number or contact information where I could uh, get a catalog or something of that nature? Well, why don't you give
3: them your website, your web
2: address? Okay.
0: we do. Uh, you know, Rishi is available in in gourmet and natural food stores around the country.
3: And how does it go? i s h i. Okay.
0: R-I-S-H-I. And website
3: R-I-S-H-I. is
0: r i s h i Rishi hyphen com. teacom We have all of our teas and herbs available online as well. Can you say
3: that one more time, Benjamin?
0: Certainly. It's www.rishi-tea.com, and that's spelled R-I-S-H-I-T-E-A.com.
3: And can you give uh, that 800 number twice? People hear things, and then they run to get the pencil, (laughs) and then it's gone. So if you can repeat
0: it. we, the, the, really, the best place to um, for us to be able to help people is is available online. We're a small okay. company and we're not really set up uh, unfortunately to, to do deal with a lot of incoming uh, 800 calls.
3: Okay.
0: Um, we do have an 800 number for customer support on our website. And uh, and people are welcome to, of course, contact us if they have questions or any, any anything that they need more information on.
3: And it's a very comprehensive site. Not only does it have all of the categories listed, but you can click on each category and find out about all the varieties that are offered and the history and the breakdown of the uh, ingredients and everything. So you should be able to find out everything you need to know on that website. Thank you, Ronald, for calling, and since you're our first caller for today, um, I'm offering to uh, you one of our Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom t-shirts, so please make sure you let Johnny know what your address is when you get off, so don't hang up. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, now, you know, there was something I I was curious about. Now, I know you have samplers. For those who are not familiar with some of the teas and some of your iced teas, uh, they can order samplers that give them a oh you know, a couple of varieties to to check out um, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is that for all of the categories or just certain categories?
0: We we have a sampler pack uh, for for basically every category and and the idea is really just to try and make tea approachable or or simply for 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 the consumer who just likes to have a wide variety of tea uh, on hand. Um, that being said, I you can buy tea from us um, in quantities as little as as an ounce and. Um, I think for people who are new to tea, really, the the place to start is to buy one or two ounces of of each of the major categories, and and go from there. And uh, you know, brew tea, taste it, see what you like, and uh, and start to develop your
3: palate. Oh, just um, for those who might be curious about the tea that I said I was drinking today, it's uh, the Jade Fire. Is there anything you can share with the audience about uh, Jade Fire?
0: That's a really interesting tea. That's a a tea from uh, Central Eastern China. It's organic. Um, and I would have bet a, a lot of your listeners are probably familiar with a tea called gunpowder, and gunpowder is a um, often sort of commodity grade, pretty low level, pretty questionable quality green tea that's produced from China. Interestingly, it's produced from China almost exclusively for the West, um, but it's, <laughs> it's a more commonly, it's a very commonly known green tea in in the United States. Jade Fire, <clears throat> the tea that you're drinking is a much higher quality version of gunpowder, and it's actually the historical predecessor to gunpowder. Gunpowder is actually based off of jade fire. Oh, okay. um, and and if, you've had, if you've had gunpowder and you've had jade fire, you'll, you'll see a striking difference in terms of the flavor between the two teas. Um, but it's, it's actually it's sort of the, the forefather of what is now a very common tea in this country. So gunpowder drinkers, uh, I think, would be very interested to try jade fire, it's a tea that I, also, I enjoy quite a bit.
3: Okay, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Prisenia Is Art. Our program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies. My main office is in the Tubala Plaza building, Suite 300 in Balakinwood, Pennsylvania. Please visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office for appointments at 610 687 6184. For general information, 610-660-7710. Stay tuned for our return with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Tees, organic, loose teas as well as botanical with an endless variety from which to choose.
1: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes Chi-Li therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact alternative medicine therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM 860 WWDB.
3: Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me. Parthenia Izard every Saturday morning at 8 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izard every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860-WWDB. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Listening with me, psychologist Prythenia Izzard. Uh, Do visit our website to participate in my blog or subscribe to the newsletter. Today we're talking with Benjamin Harrison from Rishi Teas, organic loose teas and botanicals with an endless variety from which to choose. Um, There was something, well, on a personal note that I I wanted to ask you. Do you have, out of all these categories, a favorite category?
0: (laughs) That's a difficult question. Um, do I have a favorite category? I, I don't. I, I, what I, one of the things I really like about tea the most is, is, the, is the variety, and um, I drink different types of tea every day. Um, I do drink a lot of pu'er. I think it's a really interesting tea. I've been drinking more, more recently. I've, I've really tried to study and, and learn about uh, different Japanese green teas, which
1: mm-hmm. is something that
0: we've worked with for quite a while. Um, but we've sort of uh, reinvigorated our, our interest there. And so I've been actually drinking um, a lot of matcha, which is a powdered green tea from Japan. Um, in fact, that's what I was drinking this morning. Okay. Um, but I, I don't really have a – I think one of the great things about tea really is, is the variety and, and the breadth of, of what's available. And uh, um, you can learn so much from that. And that's that's really, I'd say, the, the big personal interest for me is, is that – Um, the tea changes every season it it matures throughout the year Um, and so every time i I make something i'm often going to learn something about how the tea has changed from the last time that i i I may have tried it
3: okay now before we get too too much uh, further into the program i do want to let people know that you have uh tea accessories as well as storage vessels and specialty items would you like to sort of give people an overview of what some of those might be so they they know you're not leaving them hanging with just teas and no way to prepare them.
0: <laughs> right, right. Sure. Um, we talked earlier in the show about uh, what we call natural fiber tea filters, and that's just a good basic utilitarian tool. It's a tea bag for loose-leaf tea, but we do have a nice range of, of other glass teapots, um, cast iron uh, teapots, which are known as Tetsubin. And then we have some very nice handmade um, – ceramic tea mugs of, of a few different uh, shapes and sizes.
3: A oh, few, my goodness.
0: We, we really try and, and focus on um, function and ease of use. A lot of teaware on the market is often quite expensive and more decorative than it is functional, Um, If you look at our teaware, you'll often see that it will include not just the teapot, but also an infuser or a a strainer of some sort.
3: That's my favorite.
0: It's it's self-contained and and really quite easy to use.
3: Right. That's one of my favorites. You have a small glass, um, I guess container i don't know what you call it but it has the basket in it and you can have one at the office you can have one at at, uh, home at home on the you know dining room table for easy access and then there's also something you call a micom electric dispensing pot which is like a small thing that heats it up and can give you hot tea when you want it yeah that's
0: um that's a a real handy um it's a water heater and it basically will hold a certain about three or four liters of water and it will hold it at a steady, consistent temperature, which is great for brewing uh, a lot of tea. And we use them uh, routinely in our, in our office and warehouse. Um, they're very handy. But, of course, uh, you know, boiling water can be done um, quite easily. And it, it does bring up an interesting point um, that's often overlooked, I think, is that water quality is of immense importance. And um, we always suggest that uh, when brewing tea to use Spring water, uh, bottled spring water, or or filtered water, um, the tea quality, the water quality will will have perhaps more than anything the the kind of ultimate final impact on the quality of the tea. Get mm-hmm. the best tea in the world, but if you're using crummy water, you're <laughs> going to wind up with crummy tea.
3: Well, now you know that's almost what we could take as your final word of wisdom. Uh, we're at the end of the interview, and okay. I'm very appreciative of your participation. And I wanted to ask you to, you know, share with our listeners, you know, a final kind of tea wisdom, if you will.
0: Um, in if there if there's one thing that that we really want to help people hopefully understand is is, um, for one, forget everything that you think you may already know about tea. If you're new to tea, um, for a more accomplished tea drinker, they'll know this as well. Tea is simple. It's a simple pleasure, and. Really, tea is as complicated as boiling water. If you can boil water, you can have the best tea in the world. And um, it's, while the, the selection and the information and everything that's going on with tea can be vast and overwhelming at times, um, tea is, is ultimately quite, quite easy. It's hot water and some leaves, and, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> and I think that's one of the most wonderful things about it.
3: Okay. Well, thank you again. Enjoy the rest of your tea. And I I hope to talk to you again soon.
0: Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
3: Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, our herb for today is uh, borage. The part used medicinally are its leaves and seeds. The phytochemicals include uh, beta-carotene, salicylic acid, tannin. Some of the nutrients include calcium, chlorine, choline, (laughs) essential fatty acids, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, zinc, vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. Uh, Before I get too much uh, further along, I do want to remind you to please check the website to find out who our guest will be next week. That's www.amtherapies.com. This herb acts as an adrenal tonic and gland balancer. It contains valuable minerals and essential fatty acids needed for proper cardiovascular function and healthy skin and nails. The flowers of the borage plant are edible. Uh, the uh, the asana for today is virasana, and this is a wonderful this is wonderful for refreshing and relaxing the legs when they are tired. And it may used be used for sitting meditations. Uh, some of the health benefits of this posture include. Strengthening the spine, toning the stomach, and improving digestion, massaging the pelvic organs, improving flexibility of the toes, ankles, and knees, deepening the arches of the feet, quiets the mind, tones the gonads, reduces fat around thighs and calves. Indications would be weak spine, digestive disorders, and things of that nature. Um. You've been obviously listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, uh, WWDB 860 AM. Check out our website for next week's, next week's guest. The herb next week will be Boswellia and the Asana Asana.Asana. Uh, We want to invite you to intern on the program if you're interested, send current events items and morsels of wisdom from young people about anything uh, related to wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. You can email your articles or recordings to consult at amtherapies.com or mail CDs to the office at Tubala Plaza, Suite 300, in Balakinwood, Pennsylvania, 19004. What does alternative medicine therapies offer the public? iridology and kinesiology assessments, consultations in nutrition, meditation, acupressure, psychosocial consultations, incorporating box floral remedies, and remote and video conferencing. Visit our website at www.amtherapies.com. We invite you to participate in our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, download our radio programs, see who our future guests will be, find out what we're all about wellness, wholeness, and wisdom be well.